Hello, you're listening to 106.9 Tune FM and Booked Out. I'm Rhiannon. And we are going to be talking about our book club pick of the month. Amy, would you like to say what that is? It's the picture of Dorian Gray. Oh, no, I turned on the wrong mic. (laughs) There we go. It's the picture of Dorian Gray by Oscar Wilde. There we go. (laughs) Whoops. Uh, (laughs) And we have some we have thoughts. some emotions. Uh, no, thoughts is definitely good. Thoughts. Thoughts. Uh. <laughs> uh, they're pretty mixed feelings as well about this yeah. book. Yeah. yeah. Like, I think the consensus between the two of us is we like the message and we like what's happening in the book don't like how dense it is or how many bloody monologues there are it's so like i can see why it's a classic and all the themes and stuff but but it is so so unenjoyable to read Mm. if you like page multiple page length monologues and lots of paradoxes and some guy that just won't shut up you'll you'll enjoy it yeah yeah it's just he just waffles on yeah waffles on and on and i'm like dude Exactly. Yeah. Basically. Sorry, Oscar. But yeah, like I didn't manage to finish it. I got to page one, let's see, uh, 116 out of 194. And that that was a very good effort. Better than me. Yeah. (laughs) It was only just starting to get really interesting. And then I had a whole heap of things on and. See, I got. It was annoying because the first few chapters are boring. Oh god, I know. <laughs> it's so boring to start off with until you're inciting incident. Then it's boring for another two chapters, and then it actually gets interesting. Like, oh. See, the first like actual like plot development or whatever. Whenever thing, the actual th- uh, the first time anything actually started happening. The inciting incident, pretty much. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. When he meets um, Sybil. Yep. It's like, I've fallen in love with her and is telling Lord Henry all about it. Oh, like the first event. The inciting incident is when Dorian looks at the painting. Yeah, I didn't get another Yeah. Part. And <laughs> overanalyzes his own vanity and beauty. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> and how he will never look the same. Uh, he already did that in like the first, second chapter. Yeah. He had like a, he had like a hissy fit over it. Yeah. It was like a childish tantrum. Yeah. If it had been written, I guess it's from like Lord Henry's like perspective, like he's looking at him going, look at this silly boy. Yeah. Such this child that's throwing a fit over his own vanity. And uh, yes, I manipulated him into thinking that, oh, I did good. Yeah. And it's like, ugh. whereas if it was like from Dorian's perspective and it was like, you know, some Hamlet soliloquy or something am i using that word right yeah yeah that's like beauty i will never be this beautiful again what does life mean if i'm not beautiful blah 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 it might have actually been a little bit more interesting but no he throws himself onto the couch and cries and goes i hate the painting i curse it if it's gonna stay beautiful well i'm gonna age i'm so jealous of it ah and cries like a baby (laughs) I actually found that extremely hilarious, but at the same time, I knew that it was the that like big moment to start it all off. So it was just like, thank God, something's happening. Uh, And it actually started to make sense from the blurb that's on the back of this book. Uh, So the blurb is, Dorian is a good natured young man until he discovers the power of his own exceptional beauty. As he gradually sinks deep into a frivolous, glamorous world of selfish luxury, he apparently remains physically unchanged by the stresses of his corrupt lifestyle and untouched by age. But up in his attic, hidden behind a curtain, his portrait tells a different story. Okay, yeah. It sounds so interesting there. And when yeah. I didn't have anything in the first like chapter and a half of this i was like where is it where is the book yeah and then yeah there's all that and then he like you know curses the painting yeah he 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 literally just says like curse you like he doesn't actually you know 
curse it like, yeah. like magic. Yeah. But um like verbally curses it. And I was like, wait, is this is this where it happens? No. Then it's still boring for the next few chapters. <laughs> and then he's like, I met this girl, she's seventeen and she's an actress and I love her. And I'm like, Is this the plot? Like like what happened? Yeah. What yeah. what? Uh, it's supposed to be a, like day to day life sort of thing, so I I get it, I get it. But slice of life is usually more exciting, yeah. <laughs> usually more enjoyable, <laughs> not exciting, but more enjoyable. Oh damn! I, I quite <laughs> like slice of life, like yeah. you know, day in day out, like yeah, yeah. I love watching people be all domestic. Yeah, as long as I like the characters. Yeah, I don't like anyone in this book. Like Basil, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. But even he's a bit like... Uh, he started being a little bit of a whiny He was bitch. whiny from the beginning. Uh, he was whiny from the beginning, but when he had a chat with Dorian and was just like, oh, you need to sit with me again so I can paint as beautifully as I want to because you're my muse. Oh, God. And, and Dorian's just like, no, I don't want to. Suck it. <laughs> and, GTFO. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, I want to be your friend, but uh, no, I'm not having that asked of me again. And Basil throws a little bit of a hissy fit. And I'm just like, both of you are whingy little whiny little babies. Why? Uh, I can just, <laughs> I'm just imagining Lord Henry over there like, oh, yes, my plan is working. I'm yeah. manipulating everybody. Yeah. But Lord Henry, really I just. pleased with himself. I, I started off liking to hate him. Uh, I thought he was a pretty damn good villain until I just realised that's just exactly who he is day in, day out, and I just got bored. Uh, yeah, There's like, no dimension other than philosophical speaking yeah. and manipulating others. If there was a little bit more character dimension to Lord Henry, I would actually like it. He All he does is like sit there and spout off philosoph- philosophical speeches to people, and they sit there going... Huh? And then he goes, yes, see, I'm so smart. Whereas, no, you just need to know how to use your words better. He just speaks in fluff. Thank you. That's all it is. It's just fluff. And it's so contradictory, whatever he says. Uh, Like, the paradoxes. I'll find an example during the break. But, like, the paradoxes he said. One of the other characters, like his aunt or something, was like, stop speaking in paradoxes. Or, ah, yes, there Harry goes again, speaking in paradoxes. Yeah. And he's like, "Mm, yes, I do. (laughs) It's so great, isn't it? (sighs) He's like, every pretentious person that like because they know about something or they think they do like mm. philosophy or history or like literature or something they're like I'm so smart I'm so better than everyone I know like five people as examples for this and I just I was just like oh great great uh, <laughs> uh, but when your only pleasure is in analysing the human mind and manipulating it, I think that's when you need to find a different purpose in life. I mean, they're all rich. Like, none of them have jobs. Yeah. Apart from Basil, like, he's a, he's a painter. Yeah. So, like, yeah, like, that's his job. Yeah. But, like, the other ones don't. Now, all of them are gentlemen with old money that are yeah. inherited. Yeah. And everything like that. And it's, it's great because you can see what they do in their spare time, which is... Ethel. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing. <laughs> Except for Basil, who actually has a profession and yeah. actually works on it well. And being a scholar, like, at, I think back then it was highly, like, it, it was... Or to, like, just... Highly I know acknowledged. About, I know about literature. That's, that's it. That's all I need to do. Yeah. I know about it. That's it. I don't, like, do anything with it. I yeah. just talk. In paradoxes. <laughs> I think back then with with the aesthetic period, that, that late Victorian period, where people were, people liked, like rich people preferred to do stuff where they didn't have to do anything with it. They just wanted to show it off. Yeah. You know, that's why being like a scholar or... Or no, or the women knowing how to knit or uh, not knit or sew or play piano or something like that. Like 
the men's alternative was politics and reading. <laughs> like, it's good to know things. A yeah. A bit of Ravenclaw coming out. Like, yeah. You want, like, if you can know everything, like, like yeah, like, expand your knowledge. Yeah, and be learn. curious, obviously. And you want to keep learning, but... Learn how to utilise it. Yeah, don't just, mm, don't just waffle on about poetry. Yeah. And symbolism. Yeah. Just... <laughs> Uh, get get like, job. After that, like, mini rant, uh, because, in, <laughs> because we went straight into talking about it instead of, you know, doing our, like, mini introduction thing. Oh, yeah, what true. would you rate it out of five? Even though we haven't finished it yet, oh. what would you rate? How, actually, would you put it down after today? What do you mean? Like, would you go, I'm not going to finish this? Oh, yeah, I'm not. No, 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 no. Oh, for anyone that does want to read it, it's free on iBooks. Yes. There you go. Yes. It's free. So if you want to read it, it's free. Yeah. Um, yeah. But <laughs> no, I'm not going to I'm not going to finish it. Yeah. I think it's the kind of book that you have to be like I want to read this for myself. Yeah. And be really like self-motivated to read it. Yeah. If you have to read it for any other reason, you're going to like be like, why am I reading this? <laughs> I mean, the fact that we had to read this for the book club. I, I was had like, high hopes. I mean, same. I, I was the one who ultimately chose it. Yeah. Because we had like. Three choices. Yeah. Frankenstein, Picture of Dorian Gray and Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Yeah. And I went, not Frankenstein, because I've seen yeah. like, oh, what's it called? So not. Uh, like Synopsis. the spark, no- spark, <laughs> spark notes, notes yeah. sort of thing on videos on YouTube. Uh, at least like a sarcastic productions video. And I was like, I don't like the framing method. I am not going to enjoy this. So yeah. I was just like, not Frankenstein. And I was like, during great because um, there's a movie called The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen from yeah. like the 2000s or something that I watched growing up. And it has like, you know, Dr. Bleh. Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. It's got Dorian Gray. It's got... If they take, like, different characters from literature and basically put them together and they're going to go save the world. But anyway, so I knew, like... I knew Dorian Gray is beautiful and young and he has a portrait that ages for him. Yeah. And I was like, that's cool. That's interesting. And also the book was the shortest. Yeah. (laughs) God, it's so long, though. Like, like the book itself is quite, like, thin, but it's so long. Yeah. I'm trying to read it. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of but regret my decision. <laughs> star rating? Uh, you can be as brutal as you want. It's only your see, opinion. Like, I don't want to give it, like, a one because I understand, like, I get why it's a classic. Yeah. Like, all the meaning and stuff are you going to rate it on your personal enjoyment or see that how it. useful you find it because like personal enjoyment is like zero percent <laughs> it's like no zero okay. out of five okay. for that okay maybe uh, like importance a quarter of a star a quarter, quarter of a quarter star. of a star. oh like, that is that is rough because i like, love this side of you coming out this is great uh, <laughs> i don't know i just i don't want to give it zero like, yeah i feel like that's I feel like that's mean. Yeah. <laughs> Quarter of a star for enjoyment. Yeah. <laughs> Meaning wise, like, I don't know, because, like, you can't really. Uh... See, I don't read books. See, see, Ree reads books like she likes to analyze them. And I'm stuff. a literary nerd. Uh, yeah. <laughs> my major is English, and I'm actually sad that I don't have any more English units. See, uh, <laughs> you like to read and analyze. I like to read for the enjoyment. Yeah. I can see the enjoyment in analyzing, like why someone else would like that. Yeah. And I can see why, you know, like themes and talking about the human condition and all that stuff is yeah. important. But it's just so. This book is just so unenjoyable to read. Yeah. And that's what I read for, so. Yeah. I Fair enough. I like it. <laughs> Whereas I... Someone else might, though. <laughs> Other people obviously do. Cause I at least enjoyed it more than you. <laughs> that's not a very high bar, but... Uh, yeah. Um, I'm going to, like, currently, 
I'm going to give it a tentative 2.53 stars. Uh, 2.5 is like half and half. Like I, uh, I'm starting to enjoy it, which is why I'm trying. No, I'm I'm going to finish this. Yeah, she's already I'm going annotating to it. By the way, she's yeah. got all her little like sticky notes and stuff in it. Oh, I've got a couple of passages I want to talk oh, about God, in the next you've break. Got, like, how many sticky? No- you got like I've got like 10, 10 20, 15, 4, 5, 6, 7. Only seven. It looks like a lot. More. I I average about at least twenty per book. Yeah. Yeah. So and you're like halfway through. Yeah. I got to the point where I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to highlight the lines that I like and keep on going. I don't actually highlight my books. I use pencil. It's, <laughs> it's your book. Yeah. You're still writing in pencil. You're still writing in it. Yeah. I feel like that's on the same level. Fair enough. For me, at least. Uh, like Pencil, when, I can at least rub it out. Highlighter the, the, is more. But then you damage the page. Yeah, fair enough. You damage the paper. Yeah, fair so enough. It's like it's the same. Fair enough. Yeah. Anyway, we're going to go to a song break, and when we come back, we'll talk more Didn't about Dorian Gray. Choose like a whole playlist. Yes, like because fit Oscar the Wilde is the peak of aestheticism. Like uh. he, ah, <laughs> uh, like he thought he was. <laughs> he thought he was. He lived a life of full like visual pleasure, and like his books show that. Uh, well, his book uh. and plays show that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. His. Um, what's it called? His, uh, he had, mm, yeah, I can't remember what art period that he heavily influenced, uh, but I will look that up too, uh, because he actually bought a whole heap of Chinese-inspired works, uh, westernized Chinese works back when it was starting to be a lot more impressive, uh, uh, well, a lot more prominent and stuff like that, like, he was just like very much an advocate, there we go, of the aesthetic period. Anyway, coming up next is Hunger by Florence and the Machine. You're listening to 106.9 Tune FM. I thought that love was a kind of emptiness And at least I understood then the hunger I felt And I didn't have to call it loneliness We all have a hunger
You're listening to Booked Out on 106.9 Chin FM. I'm Rhiannon. And I'm Amy. And we're here to talk about the picture of Dorian Gray. Now, we've already ranted a fair bit about this. Now let's uh, talk with a little bit more structure. Yes. <laughs> okay. So did you want to start um, uh, from wherever you want to start from? One thing that I only found out, like, just before. Yeah. So I didn't really know much about Oscar Wilde at all. At all. So I did not know he was gay slash bi. We're not sure. One of them. I didn't know he was queer, basically. Yeah. So when I read the book, especially in the first chapter, I was like, I'm getting some real, like, romance vibes. But that's probably not what he was going for. Because, you know, especially Victorian era, like... And then, so I was like, you know, it's not, but it's, it's, I'm getting real, like, infatuation, romance kind of thing. And then you're like, yeah, he was gay. I'm like, well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> this just one, th- I mean, I don't know. Because I was really surprised when I found out that Dorian actually kills Basil. Really? Oh, spoiler, spoiler for you. Yeah. I read that's the, okay. I read all, like, the Sparknote stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's got, like, the whole, like, plot in detail, but also not in such waffle. Fair enough. It's, 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 it's literature. It's, yeah. It's poetry. Uh, um, but, yeah, he stabs Basil. I think it's because, wait, why was it again? Hang on. Um, it was for a reason. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, and then at the end... When he's like, oh, I don't like what I've done. I'm going to repent and stuff. Um, but then, so he then he looks at his picture and it's like, but he couldn't like admit it out loud. Like yeah. to the sins and stuff that he's done. Yeah. Because he like killed people and stuff. Exactly. <laughs> he did some like bad stuff. Yeah. And then the picture like shows it for what it truly is. Yeah. Which I love. I love it so much. Like that yeah. imagery, the fact that the only, p- how it reflects Dorian's soul. How the picture reflects how ugly he actually is. Yeah. Like in, as a person. Yeah. Like sure, he's like, his looks, like his physical appearance is like beautiful and attractive and stuff. But he as a person is so ugly. Yeah. And his portrait shows that. Yeah. But yeah. Um, it's just... And then... the th- So... Sybil, right? Yeah. So she's like... I want to marry him and all that stuff. So, yeah. they, so they get engaged. And then... So then she wants to quit acting to be with him. And also because like... I'm sick of acting in love on stage. Like, I want to actually, like, be in love kind of thing, you know? Yeah. So because she quits acting, Dorian loved her for the fact that she could act. Yeah. He didn't actually, like, love her. So then he breaks it off. Yeah. He, he, he Yeah, he dumps her. Yeah. Because she quit acting. And then she kills herself. Yeah. <laughs> You're telling an actress not to be dramatic. Uh, <laughs> it's a little far, though. <laughs> uh, but the fact that later on Dorian says to Lord Henry um, uh, something about the di- uh, there's a difference between being fascinated by something and loving something. Wait, yeah, he did say that in their yeah. first conversation when Dorian in one of their conversations after a meeting uh, after Sybil died. Oh, yeah. afterwards. Oh. Yeah. Because I remember him saying something to Dorian. When Dorian first told Henry about about Sybil and how he loved her and she's an actress and she, she's not just one person like any woman. She can be so many – she's so many different people because she can act and stuff. Yeah. And Henry said something about – um like, are you sure you love her or something like that? Yeah. Um, and he was like, yes, of course, but, um, no. Um, but yeah. Yeah. When, uh, Henry sent Dorian a book about this Parisian man, uh, he was just like. Parisian? Uh, Parisian. There we go. Uh, 
so he was Dorian was late to dinner because of uh, the book that Harry sent him. Uh, Harry slash Lord Henry. Every uh, all the characters in the book called Lord, call Lord Henry Harry, which is annoying and also confusing. Uh, <laughs> Which is something I also didn't don't particularly like. It's like a nickname thing, yeah. like a personal. But then Henry and Harry are the same length. Yeah, like William to Bill. It's like like where'd the B come from? But okay. Yeah, but there's a B. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're gonna get back to it now. We're gonna get back Stop. to it. <laughs> no. Uh, so he's like, uh. It is your fault. The book that you sent me, uh, the book you sent me, so fascinated me that I forgot how the time was going. And then Henry says, "Yes, I thought you would like it, Dorian. I didn't say I liked it, Harry. I said it fascinated me. There is a great difference." And then Lord mm. Henry, with his, "Oh, you have discovered it then." Uh, <laughs> Ooh. Uh, oh, it was it was great. But the next page has a nice little passage about Dorian's obsession with this book that is obviously life goals. Everyone's obsessed <laughs> in this book. Like yeah. Basil's obsessed slash infatuated with Dorian. Yeah. Dorian's obsessed slash slash infatuated with Sybil. Henry's uh, uh, slash his own um image and how he's how everyone sees him and yeah. the selfishness and yeah. the idolatry of himself and stuff. And yeah. Henry has it's not infatuation, but it's like He's got this thing with Dorian that he like wants to manipulate him and do all this stuff. Yeah. Like he want like they're not friends. Like yeah. Like they yeah, but but are they really a, though? There's a definite like power imbalance. Yeah. 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 And this passage about the books that Dorian got. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> he procured from Paris no less than nine large paper copies of the first edition and had them bound in different colours so they might suit his various moods and, and the changing fantasies of a nature over which he seemed at times to have almost entirely lost control. So he got nine different copies of this book in different colours to suit his aesthetic. Why didn't he get seven, like one for each day of the week? I'm, no, I'm it needs to be colours for his aesthetic. I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> but like, oh, uh, th- see that uh, I uh, that is so extra. This so extra. Their lifestyle this, is so extra. Like, I'm not yeah. a minimalist by anything, but come on, yeah. Like, it's so overindulgent, yeah, to the point of absurdity. And I love it. I love it so much. <laughs> um, I found the thing I wanted. Um, so. Dorian um, breaks it off with Sybil. So Sybil decides that she can no longer act, wondering how she can pretend to love on the stage now that she has experienced the real thing. So Dorian, who loves Sybil because of her ability to act, cruelly breaks his engagement with her. Hmm. Um, After doing so, he goes home and notices that in the portrait, it's no longer beautiful. His face now sneers. Um, frightened that his wish for his likeness in the painting to bear the ill effects of his behaviour has come true and his sins will be recorded on the canvas, he resolves to make amends with Sybil the next day. So his only reason for being like, I need to resolve this, I need to like, I don't know if he was going to apologise or whatever. I don't know what he was going to do. Oh, he was going to try and marry her. He was going to go back and apologise and marry her. Yeah, there you go. For purely his own reasons, because he didn't, because he wanted the, you know he wanted the picture to go back to normal yeah he wanted his smiling perfect face looking back at him again he didn't want he didn't want anything to like do with sybil yeah like yeah and then but then she dies she kills herself yeah before he can do that the following afternoon lord uh, lord henry brings new sybil's killed herself um at Lord Henry's urging, here we go, he's manipulating and everything again. Ugh. Dorian decides to consider her death a sort of artistic triumph. She personified tragedy and to put the matter behind him. Like, oh my God, these rich boys are so <sighs> like self-centered yeah. and have no consideration for anything other than themselves the way other people see them and their personal like 
aesthetic. Yeah. And art. Oh, God. Just. Yeah. They're all such terrible people. And I love it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, have you read any other of Oscar Wilde's works? Maybe, but not that I know of. Yep. Because I never know. Like, I always forget who writes things. Yep. I'm really bad with songs. Like, I never know the <laughs> names or who sings songs unless, like, I own it. Fair enough. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> The uh, the importance of being earnest. Yep. I've heard of it. That one's Oscar Wilde. I know the name, that's it. I've read it two or three times. I thought it was a play. Yeah, it's one of my favourite plays. This is the only novel that Oscar Wilde did. Don't read plays, you need to watch them. (laughs) (laughs) They're meant to be watched. It's okay. And the meme that comes from like the uh, 1960s maybe, I think it is. Uh, One of the very first like colour films was A Handbag. By, uh, I can't remember what the lady's name is. Uh, I have yeah. not seen that meme. Yeah, it's a meme. Somehow. It's, it's a meme. <laughs> uh, you also have Lady Windermere's Fan, which I haven't actually read yet. Uh, oh, what's it called? Uh, something about... Um, you wrote sorry. poetry, right? Uh, he wrote very subpar poetry, oh, okay. apparently. Okay, I was thinking, like, I might have read some of his poetry in, like, English class or something. But if they weren't good, then probably not. <laughs> I don't think so. I think this is the first thing. There we ever. go. Woman of no importance. There we go. Which I have also uh, read. Slash what does the read. title mean? Uh... Like a woman in particular? A particular woman, yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, it's a giant commentary on marriage, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, at least in those, the soliloquies or monologues aren't that long. Wasn't this his um like first book or something? Yeah. Yeah. This was his first piece of longer work in the start of his big uh, slew of popular works. Do you know what, like, it was rated when it first came out? Like, what people thought of it? Nope. I should have looked at that. Because that would be interesting yeah. if yeah. people didn't actually like it. Yeah. Or if it wasn't, like, as hyped as it is today. Yeah. But, like, uh, it's just... I I really hoped I would like this book. Me too. So bad. I was like, oh, the plot sounds cool. Yeah. I think mm. once I get to the more eerie parts of the book because I expected, like, more eeriness to it, if you get what yeah, I mean. Yeah, it's not eerie at all. Yeah. At least what I read. I, I got to chapter six. It's a slice of life mixed with a bit of supernatural and that's about it. Yeah. But back then, I mean, they probably thought that this was, like, the scariest thing that they've ever read. Uh, <laughs> Or like uh, really? this was because, like, you know, this was probably like cheap horror for other people. Okay, because I'm like yeah. you know children's stories. Yeah, were pretty scary. Yeah, we have to do one of those. Um, Did you get to the start of chapter ten? No, no. I read a third of the book. Okay. Yeah. Got to like chapter six. Uh, chapter six. Okay, because yeah. I'm currently on chapter eleven. I read the rest on Spark Notes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we we tried. Yeah, we I tried. tried. Uh, like, I, I should have known that it was dense and I should have known to, you know, start reading it earlier. I mean, I bloody got this on the 4th and I started reading it two days ago. Uh, three yeah. days ago. Like, uh, if it was a regular book, I would have finished yeah. it. Yeah. Like, I like, had time. Yeah. But, like, like I read it yesterday i read a good chunk of what i read yesterday and i was like uh, yeah and i just put it down yeah i kind of made the choice sort of to like be like yeah i don't want to pick that up again yeah uh what did you think of the preface then uh the thing before chapter one where oscar wilde talks about what art is i was like what this is (laughs) I was like, what is this? I actually loved it because 
I started reading it and I'm like, what is this? This isn't the book. And then I got to the end of the chapter and went, oh, Oscar Wilde decided to write a little like thing about art. Went back and read it again. Absolutely loved it. I mean, I kind of skimmed through it. Like I didn't know. I didn't quite. Um, Like I like I can enjoy like, you know, poetry and like. Uh, the way people write in a beautiful way you know but when it's just so it's just fluff yeah and it's so overly like it's not complicated but but it's beautiful for beautiful sake no no like because that's how i find the language you know a person that uses a whole bunch of big words all the time for no reason but to sound smart smart yeah that's what i don't like ah okay like yeah fair enough (laughs) uh like the final like two sentences of that preface is the only excuse for making a useless thing is that one admires it admires it intensely all art is quite useless like oh i love it (laughs) because don't think art's useless Fair enough. I mean, let's hear this rebuttal. I want to hear this. Okay. Say poetry. Mm. Poetry can have a meaning. Okay. Shakespeare, right? Yep. Shakespeare's plays. Yep. They are art, so you could say then they're useless, but Shakespeare's plays were highly political and manipulate, like they were to not really manipulate in a good way. Yeah the minds of the people who watched them yeah like was it king henry the third what was his play or something no uh most of his works about uh kings and queens there was in general they were mainly about the fall of corrupt leaders there was one in particular yeah did shakespeare in yeah um that was Currently, there was, like, a political kind of thing going on. Yep. And there was uh, some foreign king or something. I don't remember exactly. But he wrote his play to show his point of view, but very subtly. Yeah. So that it kind of showed the audience. Like, he would show this person, like, this politician or... Well, not really politicians because they're all nobles, but, Mm. you know, in politics this particular person as a character and then paint them in a bad light so then the people who watch it would subconsciously then not like that person and yeah. want and not want him like in charge or whatever yeah so that it, which is why there were like a whole heap of rumors that he was always having his ear whispered in by uh queen elizabeth the first yeah i mean there was also a whole bunch of there's a thing whether shakespeare actually wrote the plays or it was lord um i think it started with e i can't remember yeah, his name one of the lords one yeah. of the lords was actually writing them and then passing them to shakespeare to play off as his own yeah um because like how could this like poor like low-born guy know all this stuff about like politics and stuff yeah yeah, yeah. um <laughs> uh even a painting, right? A beautiful mm. painting. If you look at it and it makes you happy to look at, then it's not useless. Fair enough. It may, it like it. Say you're having a terrible day, or like stuff's happening, and basically everything's terrible. You look at the painting and you feel a bit better. Yeah. It's like it's not going to solve all your pro- problems, but it's not useless. But you like it. You like it. Nothing's wrong with liking things. You mean admiring it intensely? You basically just threw at me the same thing. Uh, you you disagree with the point that art is useless, but... Uh, Admiring is different from liking. You yeah. know what I mean? Like you but can, the quote is, the only excuse for making a useless thing is that one admires it intensely. All art is quite useless. So he's basically saying that art is a consumerist thing, but if you enjoy it, it's worth it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't completely disagree with him. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying art can't be useless. Like, yeah, yeah I guess you could say it 
technically a lot is useless. Yeah. But you can use art in a way to, like, do things. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. I mean, take Helen of Troy. I mean, she's not art, but she was, like, super beautiful, so you could say she was art yeah. in person. There was, like, a war caused over her, <laughs> according to history. Not Yeah. According to... Um, I can't remember who. Yeah. You don't know if it was like real or not. Yeah. But that caused something. Mm. And, but should we get back to the book? Yeah. I think we'll go to a song break and when we come back, we'll okay. talk our final thoughts. You're listening to Booked Out on 106.9 Tune FM.
Welcome back to Booked Out on 106.9 Tune FM. We are talking about The Picture of Dorian Gray by Oscar Wilde. I'm Rhiannon. And I'm Amy. And we are about to wrap up. Now, first things first, we were starting to talk about something really awesome during the break. So we're going to go back over it. Uh, so where did we start with that conversation? Um, I don't oh, think... Like where he wrote, why he wrote from that perspective. Oh yeah, why yeah. he wrote, why he writes... Um, you know, about rich people yeah. pursuing lives of pleasure and aesthetic. Yeah. Um, and they don't really do anything yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. Whether like, he wrote about that because that's all he knew or that's what he knew well. Yeah. Uh, like his ideas on aestheticism were highly... He's one of the most notable people for the aestheticism period. Uh, so probably because of these. I didn't find it very of aesthetic yeah not really yeah like i said this before what no you said this. he doesn't okay he has enough imagery like you know describes where they are enough that like you know what's going on like they went to the garden yeah they're in like wait where were they the parlor there was a piano i mean uh the first chat first paragraph of chapter one is the studio was filled with the rich odor of roses and when the light summer wind stirred amidst the trees of the garden there came through the open door the heavy scent of lilac or the more delicate perfume of the pink flowering thorn like that was like page has an in-depth description yeah but but after that they don't yeah like they never say what they're wearing unless they briefly say he's wearing a suit or something yeah or uh, Dorian, about where I'm up to now, puts on a suit and looks at his uh, foot person, Victor, or whatever his name is, to go, doesn't this suit make me look old? Uh, <laughs> yeah, and like there's... And when he went to luncheon with his aunt or something, Lord Henry went to, I think it was luncheon? Something yeah. with his aunt and that? Yeah. They don't say, like, where... Like, they don't describe the room or anything. Yeah. Which is okay if you were going for, like... If you're going for that. Yeah. But when you have super long monologues, it's like you think you could spare a bit of time to describe things. Like, the descriptions are disproportionate to the soliloquies and monologues and philosophical speaking and for someone who for oscar wilde who was so like i love it when things look beautiful Mm. like okay dorian right maybe i guess not describing him like his face exactly yeah is a way to project what you think is beautiful like he's got golden hair and like red lips yeah. But not like red. like Scarlet. Scarlet lips. Which though, is yeah. a light orange reddish colour. So very yeah. bright natural lips. Yeah. Did they ever say what colour his eyes were? Uh, I'm pretty sure blue they maybe? said they were blue. Yeah. Yeah. But they don't say like, he's got a strong nose. Or Did Hitler got... read this book? Uh, <laughs> blonde hair, blue eyes. Uh, just saying. Uh, <laughs> um, sorry, keep on going. But yeah, he never says like he has a strong nose or a thin bladed nose or high cheekbones or anything. Yeah. But I guess then you can project what you think is beautiful. Exactly. But the other characters, like what do they even look like? Like what does Lord Henry look like? What does Basil look like? Yeah. I kind of imagine Basil having like curly hair and looking a bit plain i guess yeah but also like a roby sort of thing not really caring about his appearance yeah that like much. a bit sc- scruffy for a gentleman yeah but not someone of like lower class level scruffy yeah like he's a hygienic scruffy yeah yeah just because he's like busy painting yeah whereas lord henry seems like uh, he'd wear a beige suit every day combed back hair and a very miserable looking face. Uh, I, I imagine like Snape's general demeanor of a face on Lord Henry. I wasn't imagining that. Just disgusted at everything around him. Uh, maybe a little bit of a smile to make everyone seem like okay. he's a good, uh, like uh, to get his charisma going. But like, ugh. if we're going by Harry Potter, I think more Tom Riddle. Because, you know, thinks he's above everyone else, pre- has a good, charismatic. Yeah. Looks good that people like him. Yeah. 
you know, yeah, rather than actually, like, yeah, Snape. that yeah? is true. Yeah, but they Tom don't, Riddle, yeah, but they never describe him. Yeah, Oscar Wilde doesn't describe him. Yeah, and he like they go out to the gut like in like the first second chapter, they go out to the garden, and I think he says there's sunflowers, or something. Yeah, but he doesn't yeah, sunflowers. Yeah. You know, he doesn't like. He take doesn't describe the to. brown of the center of the flower to look like chocolate, or like the petals are yellow, like blah blah blah. Well, he has a lack of imagery and literary devices when he's yeah. describing things around him. I wouldn't want them to say the center is dark, is brown like chocolate. I'd yeah. rather ju- they just say the brown center of the flower. Yeah, that looks like the center of a flower. Yeah, fair enough. But. Yeah, he doesn't describe it. Like when um, Sybil goes for a walk with her brother, Yep. they go to a park, never describes the park. There's a bench there. We're going to sit. That's it. Yeah. I think they say, he says, um, a couple people are walking by, maybe, but he rarely says, people are walking by, a carriage goes past. Yeah. Or anything like that. Or what building they go into. Yeah. Just like, he exactly. walks down the street. That's yeah. it. Yeah. For someone... Uh, why not describe the storefronts? Why yeah. not describe the cobblestone streets? Uh, why not describe uh, the park that's across the road from him yeah. uh, with the fences? If and you're, you're going to be like... If you're going to use the uh, excuse of, but it's very character-focused and the, the setting doesn't matter, but he never describes the characters either. Yeah. Not really. Yeah. Um, it might be the way that he's describing uh, – it, it might be a way to make the reader focus on the – What they're saying? The, what they're saying and the diverse uh, – excuse me the – di- the diversity of each character's minds and making people focus more on that instead of their surroundings because it's the main commentary of the book about uh, human – like the human experience yeah. and how – uh, morality is so fragile. He decri- he describes some people. Yeah. Like um his aunt's friend or something as stout. He yeah. he says it. He's like the lady um as what was it? It was um as someone would describe as um okay, I can't remember it now. Yeah. Or like Sybil Vane, how she was described with a white, a simple plain white dress and long blonde hair or something like that. I don't actually um, remember her getting described. Yeah. Apart from a beautiful girl. Yeah. She's 17. Yeah. Uh, it was found out after she died that she was 17. No, they say she's 17. Oh, okay. He says she's 17. Okay. Yeah. I um, remember that and oh, I haven't enough. read the part <laughs> that she di- she died. So. Yeah, fair enough. Um, yeah. But, like, yeah, those are our last thoughts on... uh, Pitch of Dorian Gray. Yep, by Oscar Wilde. I'm going to finish this book if it's going to take me another week or so. But I think it's only going to take me a couple more days, but it's just I need mental capacity to read it so I can't be tired or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, but, yeah. And Amy is just like, never let me see this book again. (laughs) (laughs) Is this your Lord of the Flies now or are you just that not caring about it? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't hate it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And I can see why people like it. Yeah. But you just don't enjoy it. I don't enjoy it. Yeah. I think we'll have to go. And I'm fine with other people enjoying it. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, What book... Uh, what kind of book do you want to see for next month? With me or the yeah. audience? <laughs> yeah. Uh, what kind of book do you, you want to see? You know I'm a sucker for fantasy. Just yeah. like anything fantasy. Yeah. I think after this was we did kind do, of We a did do a contra- right? uh, adult contemporary with Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. Yeah. So, so we haven't done a fantasy in a while. We could do an older fantasy since we did a middle grade one for our first book. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Adult ooh, fantasy. Ooh, ooh. Yeah. I am... Um, you I, have ideas. I watched a booktuber video of top ten fantasy books. Ooh, which we, one? I don't know. It was just it just popped okay. up. Okay. And what I, did you think I, of it? I didn't actually watch the video. I just oh, looked in enough. the description. <laughs> I read, I watched like the first few minutes and then I just looked in the description for the list of the books. Yeah, fair enough. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I might watch the video to get like a, a plot, but I'd. Yeah. I, I don't know. I was just planning on just looking up what the books were. Yeah. Fair enough. She had Lord of the Rings on there. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> um, but yeah, we might go yeah. into adult fantasy next yeah. month. Yeah. I mean, with Crimes of Grindelwald coming out on the 15th of November, we'll have a couple of Harry Potter themed episodes for you guys. Wait. Cause 15th of November? Yeah. Oh my God. Yes. It is. Uh, (laughs) I can't wait. uh, Me neither. It's going to be so good. But yeah, we're going to have a couple of Harry Potter themed episodes around that. Uh, So it actually comes out on a Thursday, so we can talk about it on the Thursday. Well, not the actual movie, but like Harry Potter stuff and like our theories and stuff. I was like, are we going to go see it in the morning or something? (laughs) Oh, I would love to go see it like as soon as it comes out. It'll be so busy though. Yeah. And yeah. try three will be back and then, and I'll have three units. Wait, will will the school kids be back in school? Uh, they already are. Oh, they are. Yeah. I have no idea. Um, <laughs> we Queenslander, should, okay. everyone. Queenslander. <laughs> I don't even know when my younger sisters are in school or not. Like, unless Fair they enough. tell me. I don't know when school stuff happens. I'm also a teacher. <laughs> like, Okay, yeah, there yeah. you go. Uh, education, um, I know this stuff because I follow all the things... But like, if we yeah. go see it during the day, it'll be less busy probably. Because yeah. people will be at work and um, people are at school. Yeah, exactly. And then you get the people like us that are just going anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah. But yeah, we'll have. We might even have a review of that one. We don't know just yet. Because uh, yeah. it would have to be spoiler free. Uh, unless, I think so. Uh, unless we do it like three we, weeks after. Yeah. If we were gonna do a spoiler review, we'd do it like after yeah once it left cinemas because usually how yeah. long is this in the cinema for two uh, three weeks uh sometimes it's since long. it's harry potter it might be it'll longer. be a month okay we, um so yeah um yeah we'll do one eventually but it'll we be do a facebook post and then see yeah see if, okay uh, we'll post a poll on facebook yeah. for you guys to see if you go like closer to the date how soon after Crimes of Grindelwald comes out that you or, want us to review? Or if you want a spoiler or a spoiler-free one. Yeah. Or we could do the first, like, little bit spoiler-free and then be like, leave now, spoilers coming up. And, I mean, you and I, we both grew up with Harry Potter. We know the ins and outs of all of it. Yep. <laughs> and we're going to show you before we do this review how well we know Harry Potter. We're going to do a whole bunch of, like, proper discussions yeah. with, like, research and stuff. Exactly. Not just being like, we love Harry Potter. We're going to be like, you know, talking about Snape and what we think about him. Yeah. Talking about Dumbledore, what we think about him. We might even bring up some headcanons or theories. Sirius isn't Harry's relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, that is complicated. And, oh, oh yeah. God. Yeah. And we might even talk about J.K. Rowling and how problematic her, like, how problematic she is now that she's retconning a whole heap of things. Uh, like... I don't keep up with her on Twitter. Yeah. I I so, will. I, don't, I do need a rant of that at some point and just okay. like, yeah. There's a couple things that I do know about that I think she gets too much flack for. That I think people are attacking her for and she doesn't deserve the entirety of that. Yeah. Um because but we'll talk about yeah, that. <laughs> exactly. But next week uh we'll have like our regular stuff and then after the the week after that, we might start the Harry Potter chat. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Because we'll have a lot of We content. might do a special as well. Oh, like, you inst- know what? We could do like a two-hour special or yeah. something like that. Instead yeah. of having like a Harry Potter thing every week, for those of you who aren't into that, we'll probably do like a two-hour special. Yeah. And then those that are into Harry Potter can be like, yeah. And those who aren't can just like, you know, skip a few. Skip a week. Yes. Yeah, and a then week go back to your regularly programmed uh, book out. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll do like a high fantasy adult yeah. thing to like still in the same realm, like fantasy wise, but it'll adult. be adult. Not and kids. Yeah. Never mind. Uh, no, I just we reread could, that. Because uh, I haven't we read could, it. But I reread it in September. Um, and that's yeah. the second time I've read it this year. <laughs> yeah. And I don't reread books often. Like, yeah, neither do I. Yeah. Oh, uh, oh we no, can talk team. about that next week. Like, yeah. uh, rereading books. <gasps> Want to talk about our favorite formats for books and which one is superior? Audio format. As in, like, audiobook, ebook. Oh. <sighs> All of that. 
physical book copy done. <laughs> <laughs> Audiobooks oh, wow. get out. Yeah. <laughs> no, just because I'm not yeah. an audio person and I can't, con- I'm not good with concentrating on audio. I need to like see it. Like if you tell yeah. me an instruction, we'll talk about this next week because we're like nearly ten minutes over. <laughs> we were like a little bit late because of the news and stuff. Uh, a little but, bit, but like, like six minutes or something. It's like nearly ten past five. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) But yeah, we'll talk to you guys next week. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, This has been Booked Out with Rhiannon. And Amy. And we will see you next week, uh, Thursday, 4 till 5, on Tune FM 106.9. Bye, guys.